season two, episode three, past equals present times future over yesterday. Welcome to Starting Now, a Barry podcast presented by CinemaSins. Hello, everybody. This is Starting Now, the Barry Podcast. Here is Chris Atkinson, and over here is Barrett Sher. Hello. That's a big mouthful of a title, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And uh, and uh, we have Mike Hester over here. Hey, everybody. Yeah, that really is. I didn't know there's that X in there. I didn't know if you say times <laughs> or X. Yeah, could be present X future. Present X future. Might, yeah. All right, so uh, where are we at in this episode? So the beginning of this starts off with a great little dream sequence. Yes. <laughs> and we get a chunk of knowledge that I don't think we've gotten before, have we? It shows North Hollywood Hank. As his yes. little title. Oh, thing. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't uh-huh. think I knew where the no-ho came I didn't from either. before then. Especially since that's so, when you think of no-ho and Soho, it's so related to New York. Yeah, yeah, That, uh, yeah, I never thought of that either, so. I thought, yeah, I thought it was a New York thing, because it's Houston Street? It's not Houston, yeah, it's, it's right? Houston. Yeah, it's Houston, yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, but yeah, so he's having this dream about being on a panel with Thomas Thomas Friedman Friedman. (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, and Thomas Friedman is saying stuff about the markets are going to, you know, you're, you're, you're not going to have autonomy. You're going to have to let Asia into this market Uh and so on and so forth. (laughs) And no ho Hank is in his dream is, is really thinking about Esther during this whole time. And he's like saying that basically like, no, Asia will not be a part of this. I'm going to put a big bullet. (laughs) I'm going to put a bullet in her big head and everything. And basically then starts insulting Thomas Friedman, who at first I thought was the actual Thomas Friedman, Uh but it's an actor that's playing him. Uh, But uh, basically just saying, he's like, you are stupid. No, why would anybody listen to what you, what you write? You're the dumbest writer in the world. Uh, I know it's dream logic, but is there, is he dumb enough to think that he's, He's like going to have a significant dent in Asia if he actually takes out Esther. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah they're going to stop the rise of the Asian mob or whatever. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> I think it is dream logic ultimately. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, that is a great way to start this off. And we see that he's dreaming and he's got the Thomas Friedman book on his resting <laughs> on his chest and everything. And he's getting the news. He's getting the news that he's really hoping to hear that Esther is dead. Yeah. And he doesn't get that news. She's pissed. <laughs> uh-huh. And he, he comes in in such a way. I think she knows that he's the one, right? He, he She's got to. Or at least Cristobal. Cristobal doesn't let on that he knows. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, he's got so much specificity. Like, oh, well. they Because they're like some white boy showed up and whatever. And he's like, oh, he obviously didn't kill you in the monastery. Yeah. You know, in the place that <laughs> so, he was supposed or to. Or her. It could have been or a her. her. Yeah. 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 And it's, or it could have been a bunch of drones. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> But as he's saying these things, you see the, 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 I forget exactly what he says that's kind of gives it away a bit. And you get this look of recognition from Cristobal. Like, that's not what a yeah. normal person would say. They, they get it and they just suspect him. And I think after his really weird acting, they suspect him even more mm-hmm. when he's done. And then, and then they get their new digs and the, <laughs> the, the, yeah. the, the immediate consequence, though, of not, of Barry not killing Esther in that last episode, though, is that, 
uh, now her entire gang needs a place to stay, and they have yeah. they have basically pushed all the Chechens out into this like storage shed. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> that's part of their punishment. Yeah, and uh, and so they're in the store. They're gonna they're about to go into the storage shed, and Noho Hank's like, "We have to kill, but you have to kill Barry." <laughs> yeah. And this is all pre credits. This is pre credits. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is a this is a. Uh, we we talked about how weird this was that Barry didn't go through with the killing in that last one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's they're systematically erasing that that even it happened, which kind of steps on that great thing that we loved about Noho Hank being serious uh-huh. in that first episode, and uh, and and they're just kind of erasing that that it even happened. And that's one of the part of the disappointment. I have a little bit of disappointment about that mm-hmm. because they, instead of just going through all of this, they could have gone straight to him training Noho Hanks guys. Yeah. But it does take us away. It would take away some of the fun stuff that does happen because of it. I, I'm, I'm wondering if there was, there was something they really wanted to do in these first three episodes that made that choice for him not to kill Esther uh, important to the to the plot because really honestly he could have just said hey I'll just train your guys and they can kill him I don't think it it occurred to either of them I I think yeah. what the show is trying to say because I agree with you but I think what the show is trying to say is that because he made that choice it opened he has to find some way to make this right again which is a common thing right mm-hmm. whether it's another kill or like another thing that he has to do to compensate for it and it takes you know them trying to kill him which is a hilarious sequence mm-hmm. uh, it takes them for him to even just be like to to see first of all the incompetence of the chechens yeah and then for him to say you know what okay it, it, to have that idea occur to but them. he already knows that they're incompetent though yeah yeah he already true. knows he knows from the first episode that they're incompetent that they keep hiring they keep trying to get people to come over from chechnya that are terrible <laughs> and yeah. and uh so they don't I'm not saying that this ruins the show for yeah, me. Yeah. I'm just saying that it, it felt like something that they, there was an idea early on in the writing stage that they said, okay, Noho Hank's going to mean business and he's going to kill Barry if he doesn't do this. I, I think that just kind of the whole you know, season two, I think season one was so tight. There were a few places where I thought maybe they could have done this differently or whatever, but there really wasn't much. Mm-hmm. Season two, there are a few instances where I think, yeah, like what you're saying, why do they have to do this? I, it, it, it kind of uh, the idea goes away in this episode, where Hank told the Chechens that Esther killed Goron. Go, uh, Esther killed Goron, and then so Barry needs to take her out, and then she doesn't, and then we don't really hear about that again. I guess we kind of do in the eighth episode but that's a ways down yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. they're they're sort of making this season they're sort of making the season where there's a short amount of time really yeah, that's going yeah. on because the chechens are so apparently coming over on a plane yeah, yeah and and you know they don't come, get there until the eighth episode so mm. maybe this is supposed to be a condensed like yeah. a week or something yeah i think it has i to, think it yeah. Is, yeah, it's kind of like that so. um but uh anyway that's neither here nor there we we do get a lot of like you know we do get a lot of great stuff from the fact that this is the way that it's gone and everything i just wanted to point that out that yeah. You know, it is kind of weird that we had this moment, and now it's it means nothing really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, we go we go now to uh, we go now to Barry trying to perform his new scene, 
he wants to do a part where he saved a life. But then again, there's another ugly truth to this. We're not going to get to this yet. Mm -hmm. But there's a, he can't, he, he, he's like, okay, this is another part in war where I saved a life or whatever. Uh -huh. The very first one, though, is him, uh, talking that doing that first one mm -hmm. and and tr and saying it's the best day of my life and just go and then you see him delete delete yeah, delete yeah. delete he knows that go over terrible yeah with the acting group so and i really enjoy the way that these uh sequences and how each time you see it it adds something more and you see the dramatic you know he's trying to make it dramatic he's trying to tell the truth and how and that informs the entire episode because he, there's an audience mm-hmm he needs to entertain, but if he tells the truth, they're going to flip out, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he is trying to work through that the entire time. And meanwhile, Sally is also trying to work through hers as well. I think I really, I, I, I really like that the episode is going through with that and you get into the inner, inner side of both of these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah that's, uh, there's a, there is a, obviously people who are telling a, telling a truth, but not the whole truth of their whole story and um i was it's yeah sally has this i has this one that she's talking about with her abusive husband mm -hmm. and um and uh she she says and you know before it's even before it's you know we even get more information later you know the way that she says it, it comes off phony. Yeah. It comes off phony yeah. immediately because she says something. You, you think you could choke me? Well, choke on this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh -huh. I'm leaving you and all that. And and you can tell that there's something about it that's false in her performance. Um, but she believes this is how that this is how she left him is that she she told him and that's the that's the noble and and dignified way to do it. She doesn't seem to think that just leaving is the brave part yeah exactly and she believes this mm -hmm. it's yeah, not like yeah. it's a half truth intentionally mm -hmm. it's almost it's it's yeah it's like the seinfeld quote like uh, that george tells jerry he's like it's not a lie if you believe it <laughs> yeah yeah and it's the same thing because she has to get talked out of this essentially to realize that this isn't how it went down. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's interesting that because she's so self-absorbed that you could see her just making this up to where she looks like the the, the good guy or the, the badass or whatever. But it, it she literally believes this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It really speaks to the power of self-deception for, you know, for all of us and, and certainly her as well. And, and Barry, Barry has that too. Maybe with him, it's m more of putting it out of his head and not looking yeah, back it's the at other these. side of that yeah. coin right uh-huh yeah yeah the uh the 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 scenes where so bear we don't know what barry's struggling with yet we'll mm. we'll 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 yeah. know we think that it's something about he saved this guy but we don't know what happened uh the the entire story of that that's his next thing that he's going to try to do but he he doesn't have much beyond that that's the problem with his story he does but it's not. Yeah. It's again. He's in a bad. He's in a bad spot with it because while one thing is true, there is another thing that's even worse that's true that's happening. And don't they come? Like, don't they call him out in his dream sequence? Like they, like the guy who's got shot gets up and he's like, "No, that's not how it happened." Uh, or something. Well, like there's that. one. There's only one time that I remember that actually happening, and that's when he does the Braveheart yeah. thing. Oh yeah. yeah. That was a little bit later. Uh huh. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. But uh, but he's uh, <laughs> so. 
So Sally and, and, and Barry are both doing this, you know, not all the way hundred percent true thing. And what it reminded me of was Annie Hall. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. In Annie Hall, there's a there's the scene where he goes to California. He meets up with Annie, and Annie basically he he asks her to marry him, and she's like, "No, I like like being out here in California. I like us being friends and all that." And when the next scene happens, he is at, he's getting a play done of this scene where it's the guy is saying, "Well, you know, I guess this is the way it ends, huh? Yeah, yeah. In a in a health food place in California, <laughs> blah blah blah." And he turns to the camera. He's like, "Hey, it's my first play. What do you <laughs> like, I think it's really hard to get things in in real life right, so that's why we try to do it in art the right what you know we want it the way we want it. Exactly right, and that's what Sally has been doing in her own head has been telling her the story of that's right, and so much of the reason why we watch movies and watch tv shows especially when there's a hero mm-hmm. is you want to see somebody do it the right way we all want to be the super attractive quick-witted person who makes all the right moves and on the rare occasion you make the wrong move you learn something from it and come out even stronger and you that's what we want and we don't none mm-hmm. of us do that we all screw it up we all look back and think oh i could have done that better and then that's entertaining to see that and that's the theme throughout this episode and this entire season yeah yeah yeah, that's a great point yeah uh there are two things that happen so you have the chechens you have noho hank and this other guy trying to kill uh barry we don't know that quite yet we just know we've hear we hear some whizzing sounds so great yeah that was really cool even on the rewatch i was like what is oh Oh, yeah (laughs) and then he looks at the wall (laughs) and he sees two little holes Uh uh-huh um, and then he sees a third hole and he's like, okay, all right. And then he, you know, goes down and gets his gun from his, you know, his bed arsenal. And, <laughs> and yeah, they, and he, he sees Noho Hank and this guy arguing like, you know, he's like, I don't know how to shoot a gun. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy that's sent to assassinate this guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's so far off too. Those bullet oh, holes are another like way up the top of the fucking yeah. wall. Uh, and, uh, and Barry gets on, you know, gets on the roof and he's, he's pissed off and he's ready to kill him, but he's, he's got that really honest, he doesn't want to kill anybody thing in him right now. He's still taking that starting now thing seriously. He hasn't killed anybody. He hasn't killed anybody. Right. And Hank has another genuine moment where he's like, all right, just do it. You know, my life is worth shit Uh right now. Anyway. He comes back to regular NoHo Hank afterwards. So he's like, "Oh my god!" I that, that, was the, that was the best because Barry is like, is got the gun trained on him. He's got all the anger is there, and he's and he's, and he's like, and he's like, you know that that it's that usual thing that we see in movies when somebody doesn't doesn't pull the trigger. They're like, "Fuck!" Uh-huh. and all yeah. that. And then you know, NoHo Hank's like, "Oh, oh my <laughs> god, oh, that was so scary. That was so scary." And uh, and. Um, the the idea is pitched that it's like it's like i first off he says i can't do this yeah. and noho hanks like do you know any other assassins and he's like well no and he's like but i can maybe train your guys mm. and but that dude like that line though where he's like uh sometimes the simplest shit is the funniest and uh, apparently this was all improvised too. Yes. Oh, really? Uh, when yeah. uh, he he goes uh, he goes he goes. Why can't get you get your guys to do it? Noho Hank is like he's like. Oh, you see my guys, man. They suck balls or whatever. <laughs> and and then the other guy on top of that improv goes. He's like, if you if we suck balls, you're a king of suck balls mountain. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. That's, that's hilarious. All improv. 
Uh, <laughs> it's all that's awesome. awesome. And they're laughing. All the, uh, they're like like Bill Bill Hader and Alec Berg are laughing off screen. They had to they had to do ADR for that. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> they, they said that that scene because you know Hank is going and talking all this that they ruined like every shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just kept laughing the whole time. Yeah. So. There, I mean, there's, there's, there, I mean that's the thing that 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 line is in no way witty or anything but it is hilarious it's the one of the funniest things that could pop i think it's because it's within character yeah, and it yeah. is and it, it is so like you know it, i don't know what is it about it you know it's it, sometimes it's the simplest thing oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh so it's decided he's going to train their guys but meanwhile there's also sally who's talking to her friend on skype and she really wants to have validation of this story that she's telling that she told sam you know you want to choke on something choke on this blah 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 and um and all her friend remembers is that he was passed out and she left Mm -hmm. yeah which is most likely what more of what actually happened probably did uh and but you know how people try to convince there it's not their place to say yeah yeah and and someone said someone who experienced it goes well no i said this and that and whatever and she's like yeah i don't remember that it was it was a long time ago though yeah yeah. and Uh you know and you can tell she doesn't believe it but you don't it's not your place and she wasn't there for the whole thing yeah things happened that she didn't see so she can't really say Mm -hmm. but she yeah she doesn't confirm the story either which is a big deal yeah Yeah. <laughs> By the way, right before that, she's because like, she asks if she saw one of the pilots. Yes. That's at uh-huh. the end of oh, the conversation okay. because because she goes, we shouldn't talk about that. Let's talk about other things. I saw that show with you or whatever, and uh-huh. and uh, and uh, and uh, then she goes, did you see the one that was called uh, was it uh, Pompeii's Pompeii's Burning? Pompeii's yeah, Burning. Uh-huh. And she goes, no, I didn't see that. I don't really have time. I have the kids, but I. But, you know, I mean, the only thing I really watch is, like, Desperate Housewives right. and Keeping Up with the Kardashians and The Voice. Grey's and Anatomy. Grey's and Anatomy. Just <laughs> <laughs> a million different things. And, like, all of the Law and Orders or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, uh, and that's, Which is totally real. Uh, I, I, that is such a true moment. Uh-huh. Yeah, how many times have have you run into people who say they just don't have time for this and that, and then you, as you talk to them more and more, you're like, damn, you definitely have time. Yeah, <laughs> you just haven't gotten the, you know, it's, it's people that are like, uh, you know, I love Cinema Sins. Yeah, I uh-huh. don't really watch the videos. I do have two hours to listen to a podcast. Right, right. Yes. But I don't uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's hilarious. And, and and you know, it's totally fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you know, you can totally just say, I didn't see that. I haven't gotten the chance or whatever yeah. and you know uh or or i just haven't had the i don't know the the i don't know the motivation to yeah, watch it yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah if yeah. unless it was something like super big then <laughs> you know what's the point <laughs> exactly we have gene and his son leo yeah now mm-hmm. gene's an interesting part of this triumvirate that's trying to get things right about their lives because he's the abuser here mm-hmm yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And or the deserter by he, default is right. Is, he does say, and I believe it's the next episode that he was cruel and he oh, was, yeah. and he was, uh, he didn't, I don't know if he said abusive. He may have said abusive, not like physically abusive, mm-hmm. but he does say he was cruel and he was cold or something like that to his son. Um, so it's an interesting thing because he's, he's not, yeah. I mean, I guess Barry's the same. Barry's got the same sort of deal, though. I mean, it's he's he was the one in the wrong. Yeah, right. And everything. Yeah, yeah. He is definitely 
changed person and he wants to have a relationship with his son. Yeah, he's trying to have this relationship. He really doesn't know how to go about it. Like mm. he takes them, he gives them this key. He thinks that this is going to work. You know, it's the key where his girlfriend was murdered. Mm. And, you know, it comes out that he, he wants his son to like, keep up with it yeah <laughs> and like yeah, do yeah. some gardening so like that's not a, a gift to the that's, owner <laughs> that's yeah that's a that's a new chore and yeah. that that's that's nothing that that he wants to do at all um but at least he made the effort he's trying but gene is really self-absorbed right and he doesn't know how to he's like he's the center of attention at the theater he's used to being the one that everybody wants to impress and in this case he doesn't have that power and, and he moves, doesn't know how to do it his moves worked on janice too so yes. he thinks you know i can convince him it's at this part in the season that i was really questioning the necessity of this character of his yes. son and i still have some questions having finished up this season but i think i think it, it's a it's a long con basically i think it's going to pay off quite a bit at some point during the, the run of the series assuming I, that it keeps going it pays off for me, it pays off quite a bit in that he has something he's done in the past that is wrong and guilty, and Barry also has the same thing, and they do bond over mm. that. Mm. That was that was enough for me yeah. to because I was really doubting the son when he first came in. I thought, oh, oh no, <laughs> are we going deep into like Gene and and all this stuff? And no, it, it serves the story well, and I I think it does fit Gene's character enough that it wasn't too big of a leap yeah yeah mm -hmm. i agree and uh and we have loach uh with um with fuchs mm -hmm. at the quinceanera store yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and this uh this long abandoned quinceanera store <laughs> he's uh he's telling him i need you to get him uh in front of him and just basically say i know you killed moss and then have him say whatever and so like there's this kind of this really funny like he's like i know you killed moss and he's like he's like fuck you i didn't uh uh -huh. this, is Lo this is Loach playing Barry. Fuck you. I didn't do that. And he's like, yeah, you did. How do you know? Because I was there. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you were there. Wouldn't you know that he wasn't? <laughs> um, and uh, they're just, they're, he's basically just trying to continue this whole thing where he's trying to get Barry on tape uh, saying that he killed Moss or at least killed somebody out yeah. of this whole thing. And um, that, that that's a short scene, but the, the it is funny. Uh, what is it that uh, as he's like, oh, quinceaneras, they're really big around here. It's like uh -huh. they're like the the girl uh, bar mitzvah, yeah, yeah, uh -huh. and there's like that long pause on him, like he, he's really happy with himself. Uh, and he has that big smile. Yeah. On. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so then now we get back to Barry training the Chechens. Yep. And uh, <laughs> again, they, they, there's so many genius parts of these things. They so it, it's obvious. Noho Hank wants to be as professional as possible, so he brings a translator to this <laughs> mm -hmm. thing. And so, so it's like, all right, introducing the, your teacher Barry and everything. And so the guy speaks in Chechen and everything, and he's like, all right. And then Barry goes, "Does anybody have any questions?" And then the Chechen guy, "Do you have any questions in Chechen?" And so everybody's like, "Yeah." are you the best assassin in America or whatever? And, and Barry's like, no, no, I am. I'm not. And then the Chechen guy says something. And then another guy asks another question in English and like, and then Barry's like, the guy goes, uh, are we going to be using guns today? And, uh, Barry's like, yes. Yeah. And he goes like, 
do all of you speak English? Uh, and like they all raise their hands. And like, what do we even need the translator uh, for? No, Hank is in his beret. Uh, it's, a, it's a great scene. Oh yeah, No, Hank just isn't great at, at organizing or doing doing this job at all. He mm. does, doesn't he know he doesn't need a translator? Doesn't hasn't he dealt with all of these guys I, so many times? I don't know. I feel like to me in Noho Hank's head, it's it's a what a professional would do. Uh-huh. It's we're a bunch of Chechens. There might be some things that they don't that we don't understand. So let's have mm-hmm. somebody out there to to do it. He knows everybody speaks English, but it's it's something that's a nice touch, right? To have an yeah. interpreter, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> and, um, but uh, they start off, and you know, they're all just shooting at melons and bottles and stuff like that. Nobody's really good, no. except for one guy. One guy seems to seems to be able to hit hit a couple of things, and he's. A somewhat important, not I don't know if he's important, but he's he's a somewhat important thread in this yeah. season. He is, and they mm-hmm. they really make sure that you know that he's important in some way. Yeah, uh, he's important to a point, and I like how his arc goes. Yes, goes all the way yeah. through. me too. Uh, this is a this is a fantastic genius thing that they do in this is that. This is a guy you're not, and he does, and he makes as much impact to the show as he needs to. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's like not, Taylor, right? Yeah. He. Do, yeah. Exactly. He doesn't mm-hmm. need to be a big like you know featured character or anything. It's just his little arc is somewhat important, and that's all we mm. we don't know that yet though. Uh, while this, what? Go ahead. I, I love the look. What all of the other Chechens are doing, they just pick up the gun and just start firing. Yeah. Boom, boom. And then you get this long, several different times, they cut back to Meyerbeck, and he has this rifle, and he's like looking at it and looking at it and like examining it and exploring it, and then he picks it up very carefully and fires Mm -hmm. and hits it right away. It's well done, and you see like, okay, this guy has it. He's competent. Maybe this isn't a skill that can be taught, (laughs) Barry, uh, but this guy has it. Yeah. And yeah. right away. So. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Barry is talking to Noho Hank, and Hank is like, so how long do you think this will take? Maybe two, three hours uh, to, yeah. get to make uh, this guy into a whole army? And he's like, you got <laughs> You guys, the skill set sucks, man. Yeah, I, there's suck. not, you know, there, I don't know how long this is going to take. Uh, he gets a text message during this from Sasha, who's like, I'm sick. I can't work at Lululemon. <laughs> uh-huh. and, uh, and he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then... Yes, classic, uh, classic iPhone usage. They she goes immediately to text somebody else, but she's texting Barry. Jarhead's gonna take over for uh-huh. me. <laughs> so Hollywood, Jarhead's gonna take over. Yeah. Uh, so he has to work at the Lululemon. I guess the next day, or I don't know that what, night. I think I guess it was that, that night. night. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, and that's when Fuchs shows up, and Fuchs is is ready to do that whole. <laughs> You know that whole that whole nonsense, but Barry's so glad to see him. Yeah. <laughs> he even yeah. starts like, "You listen here, motherfucker." Which is, by the way, I believe it was at the end of this episode when Hater and Berg are talking. This is the first time I actually heard someone come out and say what Fuchs is to Barry. Oh, really? Yeah, he actually says it's both. Okay. That he loves Barry, but he's also using him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and that's the reason why we both had that interpretation. Mm-hmm. We have the two different interpretations uh-huh. of what's going on. Um, and I I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. And in this scene, you really do see the affection because Barry misses him. 
misses him a lot. And, and when Fuchs realizes that, he responds quickly and just doesn't care at all about the wire that's on him anymore. Mm-hmm. And they start talking. He start he's talking about the scene, yeah, that he's gonna do. And I love Fuchs in in this. I love Fuchs. He's because he just tells him, like, you can't say that. You can't say that in front of people. That's not what people want to hear. They want to be entertained, like like Braveheart. Yeah. Which later on is funny. Yeah. And Barry doesn't quite get that message. He takes it very literally. <laughs> yeah. As well as as he does with all of his acting. Yes. I mean everything. Uh-huh. I mean, and this is going to be important for a later yes. thing too. Yeah. Uh, that this is getting a little bit deeper into why he's in his the position he's in. Uh, we get even more uh, uh, description of this in the next episode, but we know that the scene that he's talking about will later be the scene that ends up getting him disbanded. He'll, he'll be yeah. going out of the army after this. Uh, and and yeah, Fuchs says, you can't tell that story because like once you get to the saving part, there's nothing but bad after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it gets to a, it gets to a bad, it gets to a bad point. You can't tell that. And, and I do, I like the sort of the, the tossed off like uh the thing about that braveheart speech is that you know eh, you know you gotta have make it look like he died for something i guess or whatever yeah. and you know it it's it I, that's not what real life it, is like yeah exactly you yeah. know um and you dramatize for for the movies um so yeah the next time we see barry he's doing this scene uh, where he's saving the guy, but then instead of like whatever happens after, he goes full on Braveheart uh, speech. Yeah. <laughs> not even, not even a derivative. The exact, uh, the exact speech. Dialogue. And man, I tell you what, this is where Henry Winkler and Gene Cousineau and all this just shines every time this mm-hmm. this stuff happens. There's always a way to relate it to him, right? <laughs> he comes, he comes up there and he goes, he goes, that's Braveheart. And he goes, no, no, it's not. He's like, no, that's Braveheart because I yeah. chased that movie for years. <laughs> <laughs> and he's sitting there thinking about what character would Cousineau have played <laughs> in Braveheart? Uh-huh. <laughs> what he was he was going to try to play William yeah, Wallace? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, and then he's like, he's like, he's like, you come out here and you have, you know, you come out here and you tell this, you do this speech and everything, and, and you 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 directly rip off Mel Gibson, and I'm Jewish, Barry. What the <laughs> yeah, fuck? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they, what? When does the guy stand up? Because <laughs> he's been shot in the face, and you just I start saying, yeah, "That is Braveheart." I believe I it's when Winkler. It's one of my favorite movies. I believe it's when Cousineau <laughs> says that that's Braveheart, and then he denies it, and then everybody yeah. starts getting up during the middle of all this and like, "Oh yeah, it's Braveheart." Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, at first, you know, I was like, okay, so is he imagining this? But it's really, like, actors who are on the stage. He's imagining as that, you know, the guy he saved and the other people in the area. and everything. What's also funny about that Braveheart thing is that not only is it the soldiers who are coming in to listen to him, it's also all the townspeople coming uh, in. Yeah. <laughs> he's sort of stuck in this whole, like, uh, I'm going to, I don't know how to do this. And, and Gene's just basically like, man, just do this other story what's so wrong with that um this also leads into sally right we get to sally's part mm-hmm. because he's he's like he, he i think kuzino after he you know admonishes barry for what doing the braveheart thing he then he then says sally are you done yeah, with yeah. yours yeah. Mm-hmm. and do you have is nick going to be your ex-boyfriend and oh, nick God. comes out he's Oh, again. He is. <laughs> he's like, he's, he's, he's like, no lines. he's like, yes, I'm going to be. And then, and uh, 
and uh and then he goes okay barry you're gonna play the ex-boyfriend and you hear nick in the background i played straight for 22 years <laughs> <laughs> um uh so yeah um sally wants him to be the ex-boyfriend and say all these horrible things mm -hmm. And Barry, again, we're talking about the literal nature of his acting and how he needs to be real about everything. Yeah. When he calls her a whore, he thinks he really is calling her a whore. You can see him kind of wince a little mm -hmm. bit, you know? Yeah. Uh, when she wants him to choke her, he really thinks he's going to have to choke her. Yeah. He doesn't believe that there's anything called play acting or it didn't, didn't count or anything. Everything counts to him. And so... Uh, so they try to do this scene where she's, you know, wants to get to her big moment, but he, you know, he's like, you know, he's like, you know, the, the scene is basically, she comes home and her boyfriend, uh, gets pissed off because she was dancing with some other guy. And he's like, you know, I, I didn't like the way you looked out there. You look like a whore. Mm. And, uh, and she's like, we're just friends and all that. It's that, it's that little round and round. And uh, when, it's, when it comes time for him to choke her, she he just can't do it. Yeah. What yeah. I love about this scene is the economy of space. Mm -hmm. Because not only are they right up next to each other because he's got to go in and do the chokehold. She's grabbing his hands and trying to yeah. get around. But you see Kuzno right up next to her. Like mm -hmm. he's really getting in he's here in trying to. Because I think he can see that this is, and it ends up being like a hit you know, skit basically, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is really honest, great action. And he wants to be right up in there. And it really amazed me like how they got everybody in the frame to where it felt very intimate in that moment. Mm -hmm. I really felt Barry is resisting because he knows he is a violent person. Yeah. If he lets go and, of that, then yeah. And, and this plays a lot in this season where he is worried that he'd choke her for real. Mm-hmm. And because he knows he has that in him. We've and seen him choke somebody to death. Yeah, we, we have seen him. <laughs> yeah, we've Poor seen Paco. him do, do plenty. And I just thought that was an interesting thing where he doesn't want that to come out. He doesn't want that to come out on stage, but that's exactly what he has to have on stage. And um, yeah, and then she tries to bully him mm -hmm. to get that to come out, and he just has to leave. He just has to run and say, you know, fuck you or whatever. Well, she's, mm -hmm. she's saying some things that I'm wondering how much he's taking internally. Yes, he's taking she, it internally. She's saying, uh, she's saying, Are, you, you go ahead and choke me, you fucking pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, go on, you're going to choke me, you know, and all that. And she's really just trying. And, and, and you know, Kuzino's like sitting there like, this is, this is, the, this is your end, man. Do mm -hmm. it. Do every, go, go for it. And he just can't. Yep. Yeah. Yep. One thing I read on Reddit about this scene, and I somebody put on saying, this is the exact same situation as we saw in, in season one at the party where she is talking to another guy and Barry gets jealous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the situation, it came up again. Just another point of how good the writing is on this show to have that callback and to repeat this again. And it makes you reexamine that and see why. Now, she deservedly got upset. Yeah. About Barry's reaction, but is probably even more because she's been through this before and it was such a horrible thing mm -hmm. for her in the past. So No, that's a that's an excellent point. I had forgotten that because yeah. because we haven't seen it, it's interesting the the sort of degrees of how we rate characters and everything like you know when well, we've never seen Barry hit her so therefore 
he's he's a better person than the other guy yeah but really, he's he real, a worse person he's really yeah, a worse person she even says it she's like you know you could never do the things that that sam could do because uh-huh. you're not a violent person yeah yeah uh, so so it's sort of one of those things where you kind you, you, you do kind of forget that that happened in that in that last season but yeah it's ex- it's an excellent point i uh I, I totally agree with that like she they've sort of forgotten they the characters have forgotten right not the uh, writers right. the but the characters have forgotten that that even happened because mm-hmm. that was a period of time in their relationship that you know things were not good for either one either of them and they've sort of pushed it out mm-hmm. and everything uh this leads to the ending of the episode which is they go out and uh are talking and then sam himself shows up mm-hmm. <laughs> ends with the perfect shot of bill Hader's face yes yes you see everything you see uh-huh. shock and then you see absolute rage yeah in there it's uh it's brilliant now has i'm trying to think because we've seen a lot of barry rage moments in this in the show has that is that something that they've done several times that turn like he does i don't think so i don't don't think so i don't remember seeing it that stylized yeah and i think that's that's what because you know you don't know who this guy is he Mm -hmm. comes up hey sally and then you're like, there's no way you figure that she left her life behind. She was from Missouri or something like that. And, you know, this couldn't be this guy all the way from her hometown or whatever. And then when when she says that, we're having the same realization as Barry does, because we, we all want to kill that guy. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's still intertwined with her own life in mm-hmm. many ways. And she has totally tried to negate that by moving partly by moving out to Hollywood and having this other life. So I think maybe at that moment, he's beginning to see more and more that what she's been saying isn't quite the truth. Well, that's and that plays into the next episode. Yeah, that'll be the next episode. Um, uh, and, you know, I don't know. It was weird, too. Uh, it, it, it may it may have just taken me a couple of viewings when when we realized that the one thing didn't happen, I was wondering if they were about to go there and say that none of that happened. Mm. And, and, uh, but there are, but there are clues when you watch the episodes again, the friend does say there were welts on her neck and all that. So, Uh so that definitely happened. The the show is not saying that it didn't happen. It's not getting that way, but especially, and we'll get into this on the next episode, especially when the way the next episode starts, you're sitting there going, Holy crap! Did yeah. she lie about everything? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And, I agree. And so, um, but uh, yeah, that's how that ends. And yeah, you're right. That uh, that last shot is so oh, that's great, uh, so good. And uh, that does it for that episode. Mm-hmm. This this show has so many really great cliffhangers, many cliffhangers, just like that. Yeah, it ends it ends great, and that happens almost in every one of these. And it doesn't feel forced like some shows it feels like <laughs> oh we have to have a cliffhanger and then there's no payoff no there's a cliffhanger and there's a payoff in just about every one of yep. these mm-hmm. yeah so. i agree yeah all right well that'll do it for uh the episode three uh the season two episode three of the starting now barry podcast uh where can people uh talk about this episode go to the twitter and uh and uh type in at now starting and you will pull up our account you can interact with Mike Hester, uh, and uh, you can go to SoundCloud, comment. Let us know what you think. Let us know, uh, you know, your take on this episode, what you think about our take on this episode. Uh, hit us up. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, well, that'll do it for uh, this episode. Chris Atkins and Barrett Share and Mike Hester. We'll see you next time.